Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And it's time for another Feel Free to Compliment Me episode. Yes, because Mallory and I just don't get enough compliments. That's right. We have to broadcast it out to the world. to ask for them. I think that it's totally okay to you know be proud and ask for compliments i think i do too like what's the alternative and accept those compliments yeah you know so many times you tell somebody oh you know that's a really nice this or oh you know that was really cool or, and they're like uh like people don't know how to accept compliments Derek got mad at me because he said i was like demanding that he take my picture when i was wearing <laughs> this dress and i was like i just want you to take my picture i you know and like I need to show people pictures of this dress, and I need somebody right. else to take my pictures. I'm always, excuse me, I'm always taking beautiful pictures of you and Sam. Okay, and you guys never take beautiful pictures of me. Yes, so that's we do. That's not true. And <laughs> I, you know, I was like, oh, take my, we were walking to a concert right. where I wore this dress. And I was like, oh, you should be taking my picture. And right. I was just, I thought it was a cool idea. I was really excited. I mean, wearing the dress seeing Derek after a couple of days and he's like well you were just like demanding it of me or whatever and I was like it would be like if he planted the garden and was like whoa come look I finished all the pole right, beans see, or they, whatever it's not just you wearing the dress you made the dress well right and so right. I think there's a bias against people who are proud of their appearance uh-huh. It's like it's not valid or something. Oh, and yeah. I'm sort of like, okay, yeah, you're not supposed to be like a shallow person who bases all of you know how you value people right. on appearances, but you can you can be proud of your appearance and it is okay. It's it is fine. I and base I base a lot of things on people's appearance. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, like cleanliness is quite important to me, right? But I just don't think it's shallow of me to be so excited about wearing a dress that you made. That's yeah, your product. Yes. yes. And then Derek was like, "Well, I just want to like enjoy life," and I'm like, "You can enjoy looking at your talented wife. That's right. In her, through her gorgeous through this dress. Lens. Yes. Yes. And I was like, eh. and then and then he he kind of like was like, "Well, I'll, I'll take your picture." You know. I was like, okay. I mean, we were enjoy- anyway. So. Actually, he didn't take very many good pictures of me because I was just kind of then you got kinda mad. Pissed. Yeah. I mean, what's new? Me being demanding? Like, psh, I mean, <laughs> it's been six years we've been married. What's new? Okay, so he knew what he was getting. There's, I'm sure. Yes, uh, but perhaps I should not be so demanding. Fine, but 
<laughs> you can feel free to compliment me on this dress. I'm really excited about it. And I'm always feeling free to compliment other people. That's right. So this dress was inspired by... This is not the dress she asked to have her picture taken in. Yes, it is. Oh, by Derek? Yes. Oh, that was... Oh, this I is this see. dress. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. okay. So I... um. This dress came about. I it took was, your picture the day before in that dress. Yeah, not a ton, or I don't have them. I'm gonna I have, have to get. Them. I'm gonna have to get dressed in it again to get more pictures taken because no one will take my. picture. I have a bunch of pictures okay. of you in that this dress. Okay, so we um, other sewing bloggers just get such beautiful pictures taken of them all the time. <laughs> Who do they have? I don't know. They probably. It's just it. It's so. It's a delayed lens. Yes. Or, so it was yeah. button up month, right? Right. And I was really excited to make a shirt dress. Uh, McCall's 7470 just looked like the ideal garment to me for, like, this time in my life. I just thought it looked very tailored and was going to make me look like I have a waist and yet was going to be practical. And it could be a shirt or a dress, sleeveless shirt. I could roll up the cuffs. I like that the shirt dresses make me look very put together. You know, mm-hmm. like you put the whole thing on and there's a collar and I'm like, oh, this is great because I can only have to plan on like one garment or something right. like that. So there is a big saga to the fit and the construction and some errors in this pattern. In the pattern, not, yeah, not, not that on you my made. Part, right. actually, once, it, once it got going, the, it comes together very nicely, I think, uh, pretty easily. You know, I think it's a it's a nice pattern once you can get past those things. So I made a shirt version, and then I made a shirt dress, a sleeveless shirt dress version out of this. Both of them are in floral denim. So I've got that branch of the wardrobe covered. <laughs> floral denim. That's right. <laughs> floral denim collared button-up shirts, okay? And then I got this idea to make a sheer version. I wanted to make a sheer version of it. And wear like a slip right. underneath. And so this sheer floral fabric, it's like a embroidered mesh. It's all the rage this season. Lots of people are making dresses out of it. I'm, you know, I'm not the first. Embroidered mesh is really big in lingerie right now. Yes. Um, the lingerie addict has done well, some stuff. Well, it's kind of always been, I guess, pretty much I, Yeah, I think yeah. it's been popular. I think it's coming out in some more like exciting colors. Uh, I can you know, show you some underwear and some exciting well, colors. That's true, but it's coming around again. How about yeah, that? Yeah. How about that? Yes. So, well, are we okay? Uh-huh. We also see more pictorials of lingerie than yeah, we used to. You're right. You know, we didn't see a lot of pictures of bras when I was growing up in the 50s and the 60s, mm-hmm. right? I mean, people weren't Sears sure. catalog, yeah. but they weren't like. Featured on TV and billboards and sure. Instagram because it didn't exist. No, that's but, very right. true. So I was thinking about wearing a slip under it. I was thinking about all these undergarments, and I'll get into that a little bit later, um, like how I chose that. But when I went to make this sheer dress out of the floral embroidered mesh, it was a little bit different from making it out of the other woven fabrics you know, that I'd used before. Uh-huh. So the mesh is embroidered. It's like a border print, a one, one-sided. one It goes in one direction, yes. sort of. Yeah. So from one salvage, you know, one salvage is like the bottom of the print, and right. then the embroidery gets more sparse going to the other salvage. It's got flowers and, like, butterflies on it and stuff. So the pattern pieces actually were laid out 
different from what you would normally right. expect. Instead of laying the the fabric cross grain on your pieces, you were you were well. I was, I was laying the grain along the cross grain. My grain lines of my patterns were going along from selvage to selvage. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So so instead of having the cross grain be like around the body. Around the body, right. It was going the length of the body. Now, yes. this is embroidered mesh or, or like embroidered organza. So. No, it's mesh. It's not organza. It's not. They, it's definitely well, mesh. I'll talk about the source of this fabric too and the yeah. odd labeling of it. It's definitely <laughs> mesh. It is not organza. So I had to lay it like that and the hems of my bodice pieces this is a full length shirt dress you know i i had them down where the embroidery was more dense you know and had to kind of you know think about that a little bit think about those lining up but i didn't want my hem to have embroidery on it i didn't want it to get kind of like folded up in there so i did leave some unembroidered area at the bottom of the dress the biggest challenge of this dress was the embroidery on the mesh. It wasn't like sewing through the mesh, but handling the embroidery, it ended up being a really dense when you tried to put it into right. seams right. or fold it up into right. a hem. It bulked, it bulked things up if you had to seam it. Or, right, right, right. So that was something that I took into consideration as I was cutting it out. Now, big, big point here is I'd made this pattern twice already. Right. Right. Muslining this. Those were my muslins, basically. Right. That was key to know this was the right length already. You knew already. the pattern. You knew it fit. Like, if I had needed – it wasn't really uh, something that I wanted to just cut off, okay? Um, I wanted it to be the right length when I was cutting it. So just make sure and do that before you cut into some precious fabric or some finicky fabric. Definitely have a muslin of some yeah. sort. Yes, this would not have done. looked good if I just had to cut some off the right. bottom, you know. So, and actually, this dress was perfect for me. I didn't have to. No. The length was perfect. It was very unexpected, okay? So, uh, cutting it like that, cutting was not too hard. The rotary cutter went right through it. So, it wasn't, the embroidery wasn't too bulky there. The hems of the sleeves, kind of the same thing. So, the more dense embroidery was at the bottom of the sleeves. And then seaming this dress together, I did a video on this in the self-sewn wardrobe. How I chose to seam the princess seams and all that jazz was I straight stitched it with, you know, the sewing machine. I actually used the Baby Lock Jane. It's a straight stitch only machine. It's kind of nice for this. And then I surged my seam allowances together with a three thread narrow, very close to my stitching line. So I was trimming off a lot of seam allowance there. And then I folded the seam allowance over and top stitched it from the right side of the fabric. Right. So all of the lines of the dress, the princess lines, you know, they could be seen with this sheer fabric. And I think it made it really like nice. Top stitching, though, you made them all lay to the side you wanted to, to That's lay. That's right. Made it more uniform. So I used three machines because we're lucky enough to have that set up. I straight stitched on the Jane with construction thread, black construction thread. I went over and surged on the Enlighten with my black three-thread narrow. So I did – this is one place where I'm matching all my threads. Okay, right. so we love thread blending. Because it's sheer. Because it's sheer, right? And then we went over to the Destiny, and I used embroidery thread for my top, top stitching. Stitch. Okay, mm-hmm. so black Floriani embroidery thread is what I used there. 
it was, you know, thinner, laid flatter, it was right. kind of shiny, not a lot of bulk, you know, it, it looked really nice. Um, so that is how I seamed everything together. And then where I had to kind of improvise or change things up a little bit was on the cuffs and the collar and the um, collar and under collar and the button bands and plackets. The plackets. The plackets. Uh-huh. That's where I had to kind of change things up. So I didn't this is a this is like a button up shirt that has some uh yokes in the front and back. I didn't interface those or line those or anything like the pattern originally right. calls for. So that's all sheer. But the cuffs I interlined those with black satin. So I cut out an entire cuff out of sheer fabric and an entire cuff out of black crepe back satin. So when I folded the cuff, the way the pattern piece works, there was embroidery toward my skin. Uh-huh. But I didn't really find that to be an issue on the cuff. Right. I didn't mind. I could have split that pattern piece in sure. half. Uh-huh. You know, so the satin was toward my body. Right. But I didn't really, I didn't think that would be an issue, you know. And it wasn't, right? It's No, it was, it was fine there. But then where it was easier to do this, on the button band that's close to your body where the buttons are, that is just black satin. Okay. Now, it's interfaced, of course. All of these pieces right. are interfaced with black cotton organdy. But I didn't I didn't feel the need for the mesh to be there at all. Well, no. In fact, yeah. I thought if I did ever wear the dress open, it might look kind of neat. Right. A little bit of something for the eye to look at. Now, on the other button band, I the did... The top one. The top with one. With the buttonholes. Yep, with the holes. I did just do a layer of mesh and a layer of satin with my cotton organdy, like the cuff. On this one, I kind of wish I had split that button band oh, yeah. in half. Mm-hmm. So because when you when you put that all on, there's a lot of layers of that uh, of that mesh. Right. So I could have simplified things for myself a right. little bit. Right. Uh, but it ended up fine. So folding whenever the mesh. A heavily embroidered part of it, like a floor, a flower or a butterfly or something, got incorporated into a seam. I just had to really press it, you know, um, to to get it to fold over nicely and lay flat beforehand because it would want to kind of spring back into action. Now, something interesting that happened was there is a yellow center of a red flower that repeats on this mesh, and a few of them were missing. And it was not on purpose. Like, I looked. I was, they were random. It wasn't like, oh, this is a flower without a center or something like that. And I had to re-stitch it. So I could have done it by hand. Could have done a lot of things. But you were like, oh, just, you know, put Floriani in the Destiny and re-stitch it. So, yeah, I just, like, kind of, quote, free-handed. I went back and forth with a long straight like stitch. Like free motion. Yeah. yeah but I, I, would, I did have the feed dogs on. But yeah. I, it, was, it was like I darned it. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> this is on the collar, I think. Of, yeah. uh, perhaps. Uh, and I found another one on the dress. And I didn't fix it because it wasn't in a place that was Obvious. going to be noticed. You yeah. know, but I was like, oh, there's another one of those. Oh, maybe it's on the cuff. So I'll make sure. I'll, I'll try to take a picture of that, too. So if you are working with this mesh or you're working with a fabric that has some kind of like bulky surface design do think about things like cuffs and the button bands something that is folded 
you could split those pattern pieces in half and add seam allowance and you could reduce bulk in the long run. Right. Uh, whereas when I, that button band is, it's a bit bulky. Now on the collar and the under collar, I thought this like looked so cool. It felt neat. I loved this detail. So my, when I say under collar, that's collar band. Collar stand. Collar, yeah, the collar mm-hmm. stand. So the outside of the collar stand that people see is the embroidered mesh, but the inside is the black satin. So that's what's like against my neck. And then the collar, you know, the part with like the points, the collar part is the embroidered mesh and then the back of it is the black satin. So this was just a really easy way for me to reduce bulk. And we cut our under collars on the bias, right, to make them fold over more nicely. It wouldn't have been good to have that be mesh. It, the embroidered mesh would be too bulky, right? You're laughing at me. What are you like? No, yeah. No, no, we wouldn't. Well, you needed, <laughs> yeah, I, I would have, that collar also needed the, the stiffness. Of, yes. Yes. So it had cotton organdy in it. Right, but these. it still needed the stiffness of, you know, a full piece of fabric under there, too. Yes, yeah. it would have been floppy. Right. Maybe with just, although that mesh, mesh was kind of. Had some body to it. Yeah, you know? it was. It wasn't <laughs> right. It wasn't flowy. Really. No, no, no. It was. Uh, I mean, it's almost like a tool, almost. Yeah. You know. So that's all well and good, and then buttons and buttonholes. So I put the dress on. I marked our buttonholes. Marked my buttonholes. And what we like to do, and we included this tip in the button-up zine, we don't like to put a button right in between the boobs. Right. right, right in between so the So you have three headlights instead of two. Yeah, and a lot of people have been given that tip, like, oh, place a button there because that's your stress point, right? Right. Well, I knew I wanted a fastener there, but I didn't want it to be my bright gold buttons that I was picking out, right? So I have these bright gold buttons. They they look like a caricature of buttons, I feel <laughs> like. They're, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, this is like a cartoon button. But they're gold, and I thought they looked really good with the with the fabric. It's what I originally wanted to use, so I'm glad that it actually worked when the fabric came here, you know. So I placed a button above and below my fullest bust area, and I knew that I was going to be putting hidden closures in this dress. Like, it's what I'd done in my other shirt dress. It's just going to be happening. So that's where I placed those buttons. I made the buttonholes black because they would just blend in. And I had black thread in the machine to put the buttons on. And I i don't know. It was the night before. And I put my first button on with black thread. My gold button with black thread. And I was like, wait a minute. You know. <laughs> Didn't look right. I was like, this, this was not the right choice, you know, uh, at all. Um, there are four holes in these buttons. They're rather large. It didn't look terrible. And this is where I thought I was a little, you know, I redeemed myself a little bit. I put gold thread in the machine, and I put on the next button. Right, and it looks so much better. And just tried it out. You know, what if I, what if that hadn't looked good or something? I did have the other one, so anyway, I just cut the other one off and and redid it. Uh, and these buttons, like I said, they were kind of large. And so on the cuff of this dress, there's supposed to be two buttons holding it in place. And two of these buttons I thought would – like they, it's like they didn't fit. I mean, they, they were too large, you know, um, to put two of them on there. But just one would not suffice. And we had large gold buttons, like large gold metal buttons. So that worked really nicely for the cuff. Um, so 
sewed all of those on with gold thread and it was fabulous. And before I had the dress completely finished, I needed to figure out what I wanted to wear under it, right? So that was my my next step. Sam and I were in the studio discussing what I was going to wear under it. And you you suggested some things too. So originally I was thinking a slip, like a short slip that would show my legs. Right. Sh- uh, sheer under, you know, uh, the sheer dress would show off my legs. And then we were like, oh, what about, I? well, I said I wanted to wear a bra and like shorts. So you would see like my midriff, you know, and then also my legs. But I'm not a very leggy person. So she's walking around in women's underwear yes. in the public. I was like, I'm just going to do, I'm just emboldened by my lingerie addict group. I'm going to wear lingerie as outerwear. I even kind of fantasized. There's... She also sings into the hairbrush like she's Madonna sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I even fantasized about ordering like something really special from one of these brands that I'm following, like that make cool lingerie or something. But... I didn't have time for that, and I think it's good, too, because um, my boobs are in a really weird place right now. Uh, so so we were experimenting. You know my new philosophy on boobs, right? What's your new philosophy? My current philosophy. No. Every, all breasts are perfect. They just aren't always on the correct body. Okay. They're just mismatched. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so I think my so. boobs would be perfect on someone else's oh, body. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen boobs I'd like on my body. <laughs> oh, all right. Sounds good. So I, um, we, you know, we were looking at the line of this, and I had like a pair of bike shorts that I tried under the dress. But really, what ended up looking really good was a pair of full length leggings. Which she just happened to have on, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, or I, had, or I had them around. I don't know. Yeah. I was walking around in my underwear in the sewing studio. And Which is every time Mallory's husband comes up and walks in the studio, he goes, "Oh, uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, somebody's, in their, somebody's bra. in their bra or something." So, like, and then he turns around, like he's never seen me in my bra before. Right. But anyway, so we realized that actually the thing that would look best under this dress was a pair of high-waisted leggings and a bra. So just a little bit of midriff showing, you know, the bra, and but then the legs, like the shorts, were kind of stopping the eye. Yeah. You know, and. I left this dress, I ended up leaving it a little bit more open at the bottom than I did with my other shirt dress that I, you know, don't want people to see through. Um, I didn't extend the button any further, the buttons any further down or anything like that. So um, I was like, okay, now I need a cool bra. And so I went to our mall to look for bras. I mean, just kind of a nightmare. Uh, And I did end up at Victoria's Secret and I was looking at some of their bras with their cool strappiness and shininess. And I didn't have the dress finished yet at this point. So I made sure that they had like a good return policy. (laughs) And I told them, I was like, listen, I'm, I have to, you know, I have to buy this bra and then I'm going to try and wear it under something. And if it doesn't look good, I'm, you know, bring it back. And they're like, no, that's fine. Just, you know, leave the tags on it. So so I did, and I ended up trying on all these bras I normally wouldn't try on because it is for, like, this special occasion where somebody's actually going to see the bra, so it wasn't just about comfort. It was about, you know, the look, and that was kind of interesting because I tried on some, like, racer back things that closed in the front that had lace, and, you know, I didn't want to distract from the mesh and the all of the embroidery, but I wanted to compliment it, 
And I came across, like, the perfect bra. It was made of black lace with, like, some rainbow iridescent, like, embroidery or, or threads in it. it you know? Yeah. yeah, it was kind of metallic. And it had some overbust straps. So it was really so good. it looked strappy. Yeah, and it was really good coverage, though, too, yeah. and support and everything. Now, it did have a little bit of padding in it, which I didn't – I don't need at this time in my life. We've talked about before building me boobs, but right now I'm nursing – and I have a really big asymmetry going on. <laughs> like, lefty is much bigger than righty. And so when I was talking to the Victoria's Secret salesperson about this, she said... Because righty seems to be wrongy for the baby. That's right. No, he's he's a fan. That The left left side must produce, like, chocolate milk or something. So he... It's probably, like, vanilla hazelnut or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. So I have this asymmetry... The salesperson said, she's like, we fit the larger breast. And I was like, okay, that's really interesting, you know. So I went in looking for, I just had no idea where to start because I haven't bought, like, a a real bra. I bought nursing bras, you know, and, like, nursing sports bras. And some of them are older, and they're really stretched out. So even if they were my size at one point, they're not the size that they were when I originally bought them. And I ended up wearing a size that I didn't think I'd wear as a 34 double D. I've never worn like this size in my life. Yeah, you know, well, I we mean, can talk about Victoria's Secrets uh, sizing someday. Well, and a lot of lingerie designers say that there really is no such thing as a bra size, as a standardized bra size no, outside of a certain is. brand, yeah. you know, like, right. you know. The so brand is. The brand right. is the, the size. The brand is within itself, yeah. Yeah, so I, but it was interesting because I did have to try out a lot of bras to get to this point because I wasn't sure, you know, what it was. But it was cool because some of those front closing ones, I was like, oh my gosh, these are like never going to work on my body. Like, my boobs just aren't in the right place. And it was a good education. So I chose this one and it ended up looking really cool under the dress had some complementary lines and some lines that uh, were parallel and some lines that sort of intersected and and uh, it looked it looked really good and it looked good with my high waisted leggings so I had that sorted out I just knew that I should really pump right before we left on whatever we were doing so at Common Threads pump her breast is what yes, she means pump you know breast milk so at Common Threads there's always like an outing yep. that they do and this year we went to the opera. And I, that's where I wore my dress. So uh, then the day after, Derek and I were going to see David Byrne at the Peabody Opera House in St. Louis. And I wore the dress there, too. And I got lots of compliments from strangers. Yes, you did. On my dress. Yes, you did. And, well, lots of compliments at Common Threads and lots of compliments right. at the concert, too. Yes. So <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun to wear. And then I came home. I was needing to do a live broadcast. Didn't have my laundry done. My husband has injured himself. I didn't. I was like, what am I going to wear? And I was like, oh, right. I was just going to wear this. Just wear it everywhere. I just wore the sheer shirt dress. I just threw on my black leggings and I had the bra. Like, I don't wear that bra, you know, with anything else. Like, it's completely uh, impractical. And it's not a nursing bra. So, I, you know, it was, uh, it had been worn, you know, just a couple times. And it was great. So, maybe I'll just wear that for every live broadcast. That's right. My uniform. It's your uniform. Right? Your costume. So, is there anything else you can remember? The, the process of making that dress, it was not so too difficult. So, where did you source that fabric from? Oh, this is great. So, I got it on Amazon. So, this was so funny. 
one of the attendees at Common Thread says to me, um, I don't mean to offend you, but is that the mesh from Joanne's? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I mean, I don't think I would have been offended by that, but I didn't like hand embroider it myself. Right. Maybe that's what they were asking. I did get a lot of questions about that uh, at Common Threads. No, I didn't embroider the mesh, but I got it off of Amazon. So I was searching for this fabric, and this fabric exists on a few other sites. And our Joann's had the nude beige version of it, is what it was called. And they didn't have the black when you know when we were there. And I searched around for it, and on Amazon, I got it for like. I think it was $11 a yard at the time. It took three or four weeks to get here in a poly mailer, you know, that was, um, you know, there was no, like, beautiful branding on it or anything like that. The shipping was not that bad. It was, like, $4. So I got four yards of it and paid $4 shipping. So I think around, like, 50-something-ish dollars for the fabric. But it's called... I'll, you know, I'll share the link to it. It's called, like, Exquisite Fancy Tool Embroidery. I mean, it's just, it's not, and when I go back to search for it. Maybe not an English-speaking person yes, named yes. it. And I thought, I want to reach out to this fabric company because I think they're trying to use descriptive words, but it's not good for someone who's trying to buy the fabric because when I, when you search, like, black embroidered mesh or right, black right. embroidered tool like it doesn't just it doesn't come up. up um other things come up and i had to kind of go in this roundabout way to find this fabric so anyway i believe that it is the same fabric Probably that is, is from joanne so i told this person at common threads who asked me i was like i think i just bought it straight from china instead <laughs> of joanne's buying it from china and right. you know uh putting it on a bolt and put you know marking it up four times and then giving me like a 50 percent off coupon you know uh is is how i i bought the fabric so and i i mean i buy fabric from local places and from joanne's and as we someone, buy fabric from any place as someone who's this owned a, a store i understand why it is not eleven dollars right. in the store i mean i'm in their store i'm breathing their air i'm you know <laughs> all that jazz but I, they didn't they didn't have the black version. Right, they only had the white. I didn't or like off white, whatever. It was, you know, and it was called. I didn't like the color very much for what like I was planning, but Amanda, of the group, and she's she's a member. She made her daughter a prom dress yes. out of the beige, and it looked really oh, it nice. Was very nice. Um, so I thought it was kind of interesting because, her, dress didn't focus on the seams as much like right. i've got princess seams on my dress and i was wanting those seams to like show and right. um maybe i was a little bit inspired by that kind of like lingerie look of a right. seamed bra cup or something right. like that and hers did not hers did not show all of that so i thought it was interesting because i wasn't attracted to that cut that version of this fabric uh, for my project at all and then her project really made good use of it so yeah tips for sewing with that fabric I did an, a broadcast on it in the self-sewn wardrobe I showed my seaming technique and it was super fun to do so yeah you can feel free to compliment me on my dress oh Mallory I compliment you on your dress and okay. wearing your underwear out in public so yes. that everyone can see it and I was I was kind of worried about going to my you know sewing 
influencer conference in the Midwest. And wearing your underwear. Wear my underwear. But people, to my face, were really supportive. No, it was, I don't think anybody <laughs> freaked out. People people really liked Considering it. Considering you look like a pregnant mermaid last year, I don't think they that were, you, you yeah. phased them at all. So I have shown midriff two out of two years. <laughs> Common threads. We'll and one year she was seven and a half months pregnant. Yes. So, so we'll see what happens. Uh, no, Gosh, I, next year. What was, could happen? I what could it be? I was seven and a half months pregnant. No. I looked seven and a half months pregnant. <laughs> You're only three months pregnant was, or something? That was June. So I was oh, only yeah. six You're months only six pregnant. Months, you look seven and a half months pregnant. You're right. Yeah, people were messaging me and they're like, oh my God, you haven't had your baby yet? <laughs> like, how pregnant were you? Like, someone was like, Weren't you really pregnant? Or am I just remembering this? I'm like, no, I just like looked looked really, really, really pregnant. And I I mean six months is is quite far right. along. Um, but my due date was like October fifth or something right. and it was June. So. <laughs> anyway. All right. So let's take a quick break and we will come back and Sam uh Sam mom is gonna talk to you. Do I remind you of Sam? About Sam's dress. You wish you reminded me of Sam, Mom. Okay, you just wish you were as cool as Sam Bam. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. It's Mallory here in your message break. And I just want to make an announcement or a disclaimer or whatever we're supposed to call it that we are going to start using affiliate links as a, a way to get support for the podcast and for our website and everything like that. Uh, Mom, do you know what an affiliate link is? <laughs> okay, she's affiliating me with something and I have no idea what this is about. Yeah, I totally like used, you know, Thanks. Our, our tax ID number to, yeah. you know, da, da. so what an affiliate link is. I'm going to wind up like in jail and not know what I'm being charged with. Is yeah, that prob- right? Probably. Okay. Uh, no, because we're disclaiming it right now. Oh, so okay. <laughs> affiliate links. I'll just need a lawyer. I yes. won't go to jail. Yes. Okay. Yes. And we'll make money from the affiliate links to pay for the lawyer. <laughs> So ZD's going to need to keep her butt out of jail. No, we're doing it all right. Okay, so here's the deal. Affiliate links are links that we post uh, that maybe to Amazon or or to other products uh, on other platforms. And when you click through and you buy things on Amazon or, or you subscribe to something, you know, that we're an affiliate for, we get a kickback. Okay. Oh, we make money? Yeah, we make a little bit of money. And what's really cool about the Amazon thing is uh, you know, you make we make the kickback on on everything you buy. <laughs> so, uh So if they buy a refrigerator, I can make I can make money on it. That is correct. Hey everybody, buy a refrigerator. No, we're not. Okay, so th- that's something we're not supposed to do, right? Oh, we're not supposed to, I, so now I am going to wind up in yes, jail. So the terms of service though, I just want to let you all know is that we have to disclaim like, "Hey, we're an affiliate for this or this, you know, when we share this tracing paper from Amazon that has free shipping, this is an affiliate link. You need to know that I am not just innocently recommending this. Uh, and we will get a kickback on that. So you're going to see some of those in the group. It's never going to be uh, crap that we don't I was going to say, like. even though we could endorse crap... We won't. We're not going. We're actually going to maintain our ethics. <laughs> yes. Okay. And we're going to find you things at places that ship fast. Uh, we're going to recommend products that we really enjoy using. If you've ever ordered something from us, you may have noticed that Mallory's not the most organized uh, shipper and packer. So we are going to play to our strengths and really focus on creating the podcasts, 
the videos, the online classes, and allow other businesses that are really good at shipping things <laughs> to <laughs> ship things to you. So just be aware that we will be using those affiliate links. Uh, there are lots of ways to let you know. I can just say this is an affiliate link or sometimes people use hashtags and I've been getting really creative and using and it's been a lot of fun already in the group. So uh, just heads up, we're going to be doing that. And if you click on an affiliate link, know that if you purchase something, you'll be supporting SoHere.com and we so appreciate it. Good idea, Mal. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. We're back. So now can I like fall asleep while you're talking about Sam's I know. Dress? I was going to fall asleep. I'm <laughs> tired. I, we went live this morning. We've done a lot of work. Okay. Speaking of tired. Well, I just so want to. No, no. Feel free hope. to compliment me because I can stay awake for things that I don't plan to stay awake for. I just hope that I didn't bore everyone else. I mean. <laughs> yeah, really. I don't know. When, when I do the live. Well, how many times have I heard the story? You have to think about that, too. When I do the live broadcast in the group, I'm getting a little bit of feedback. You think people are going to. Yeah. You know, and then when we do this, we're looking at each other. And, and I have my eyes closed. We're saying, uh-huh. And uh -huh. then I'm like, so I chose these gold buttons. <laughs> And mom's like, you know. <laughs> I almost got whiplash falling off the chair. I hope it was more entertaining to all of you. All right. Go. So here's what happens to me. This is why I'm so tired. So Baby's I back. come back from vacation, and we have three days before we go to um, Baby Lock Common Threads, which is another four days out of town. And we have to present our leggings class to 50 people, right? Some of whom have never sewn a garment. Sweet baby Jesus. That's right. Okay. <laughs> and Mallory says, Oh, Sam wants a lace dress. And I told her, Don't worry about it. You can just, you know, it, it's no problem because you can just draft a pattern for her and just sew one up. So yep. that's what I got to do. Yeah. So Mallory still has the habit of committing me to tasks that I have uh, without clearing it through me first. Uh huh. But anyway, I don't mind sewing for Sam. So anyway, Sam wanted a lace dress, or she wanted a lace dress that was lined, and I said, no, let's make two dresses. She said, what do you mean? And I said, well, you'll make an underdress and an overdress, and then you'll have this lace dress to put over anything you want. And she was like, ah. Oh. So what we wound up doing was actually making an easy tee dress that was her underdress. So it was, like, very simple um, Somewhat close-fitting, I'd mm -hmm. say, with like an A-line skirt. And then she says, I really had this dress I like at home, you know, and I kind of wish I had something like it. And I said, 
well, let's bring it in because I have no idea what I'm going to draft for this woman. Right. And what do we call it when Sam gets all hyped up over sewing something? You call it something. Well... We don't. It's like sewing paranoia or something. Yeah, yeah. She's like, it won't fit. I won't like it. And we haven't even started it. Right. You know, but she gets this like anxiety that's like Mm -hmm. not well substantiated by anything in reality. Well, what we really call it is, and and we don't talk about it a lot because I don't want to make light of like actual (laughs) mental illness. We call it Sam's sewing bipolar. Oh, that's what we call it. This is, we've called, we've, We've because she swings like okay. how much she wants it, and then she's like, "I don't think I can." It is go. yes, and we've uh, you know we diagnosed Sam with this uh, <laughs> issue a few years ago because Sam will literally, and I, she's editing this podcast. She can edit this out if she wants to. She will go from being like, "Oh my gosh, I am so excited! I'm gonna make this thing, and I am feeling so good about it." And then like <laughs> a few minutes later, <laughs> she's like, "Well, I just." I just throw it away. I I'll don't just like throw it. Away. I just, I'll never you know, wear that. Never mind. I, 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 just, I, I know I'll never wear it. I'll go like vacuum. That the, doesn't look right on my body. I know I'll go, it like, doesn't. I'll go vacuum the studio. It's all right. It's you know. And she's like, and I'm like, no, no, no. We just gotta like push through. And so anyway, we that's what we playfully call it, you know, between ourselves. But yeah, Sam, Sam has a. Uh, well, almost a fatalistic approach. I, well, I think, I think she, we, <laughs> as much as I try, I can't convince her that we can make it happen, right? And so anyway, I think that it has to do a lot with Sam being a perfectionist. Yes, she, she wants, is. Yeah, she, she wants, wants it to, to be right. And she wants to do things right. Right. You know, and then also I think it has to do with Sam being a really good employee. Okay. Oh. Of of yeah. hours. The yeah. Sam has worked for us for how many years now, right? Like five or I, I something. Know. It's been a long time, yeah. And she thinks that when we're going through something in the sewing process like this, that she's like wasting our time. Well, you that's know? true. She's like, I don't want to waste your time. I'm like, you're not wasting my time. No. Even and though Mal- Mallory volunteered me without asking me. That's yes, right. right. Uh, and I'm tired from my trip and now I have to go on another trip and I'm exhausted, but I'm making a dress anyway. It's fine. Yeah, um, it's all so. right. It's all fine. <laughs> it's okay. It's all fine. So I think that's where, where this comes in, you know, for Sam. Mm-hmm. And I, but that's, uh, that's why I thought it was really important that this, you know, work yeah. out. So Sam has this. We, we we made this sort of Merlot color, you know, easy to she dress. She like a ponty. Yeah, yeah. Like a ponty knit, you know, and it looked fine. And then she had bought this black stretch lace, which was really quite pretty. It was a real nice quality. I didn't think it'd be too hard to sew with either, so I was kind of excited about it. They were both nice fabrics. Yeah, really yeah. nice fabric. And so she brings this dress in, and it's a knit dress, and it has these gores in it, but the gores are arched on the top. Mm-hmm. So that I, I don't know how else to describe this, I think, but it's sort of like scalloped. They're scalloped into the bodice. Yeah, they're not. It's not just straight. They're the tops of the gores are arched. Yeah, right. And I go, we can do this. You know, she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. You know, I had no idea if it was really going to work. But anyway, no, I did. So I really just copied the dress. Yeah. Okay. I um. But I did add sleeves to it. Her dress, I don't think, had sleeves. Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, is that right? I don't. I didn't I, know I, that. I, yeah. The, the bodice I did a little bit differently, and I can't remember exactly what I did differently. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But um, it was not the the same. And I added length to it, mm-hmm. and it had like six scores. No, no, no. That's not right. 
It had side seams, and I left out the side seams okay. on the skirt. That's what I did. Yeah. So I just took this tissue paper and whipped out this thing, and then she goes, aren't you going to add seam allowance? And I go, oh, yeah. And I just took the rotary cutter and cut, like, A know, little bit outside yeah, of yeah, the tissue outside paper. outside of the tissue. And she's like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I go, talk to Mallory about this. It works. I can make it work. So When you're sewing with a knit and you're really right. experienced, right. like ZD is, a lot of times, right? I was pretty sure yes. I knew what it was going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and and the dress she had, had a zipper in it. We didn't put a zipper in this one. You know, it just came over the top. And I made the neckline different, and that scared her too. Yeah. And then her lace had a scalloped edge on both sides, mm-hmm. right? On both selvages, gold. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, yay! But <laughs> we could not cut any of the pieces. With the scalloped edge because they were all rounded. Yes. Like, the, you know, the gore on the skirt had a curve to it. So you couldn't, like, lay the hem of the skirt. And then... Not uh, gold. Right. No. <laughs> and then, you know, the neckline obviously was curved. And the sleeves were, like, little bitty cap sleeves. So they were sort of curved, too. So anyway, um, she went away. I, I made the basic dress and it fit her. And then when she went away, I cut all of this trim off of the sides of this fabric. And I decided not to put it on the hem because I really thought it was going to get lost anyway. Yeah. Because the skirt was quite full. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it mattered. So that I just did with a rolled hem, and it turned out quite nice and and looked fine. But you applied all that scallop. But I applied that scallop by a tiny zigzag, Uh okay, onto the sleeves and onto the neck, and it really did look nice. It really did. This technique of taking the scallop off of lace and then reapplying right. it is covered in the zine uh-huh. in the June uh, Volume Six, "So Long and So Happy" right. zine uh, that you did it on my wedding dress. Yes, I did. Okay, for did. for something that couldn't have been cut right. out on that scallop right. edge. And you know, you don't cut out. You cut it. I mean, you're cutting it straight. You, the scallop, and you you go up just up above, you know, the scallop. And usually you can make it curve. Uh-huh. Now, hers was a knit. Yours wasn't. Right. But if it's a lace, too, it's easy to make it curve. Sure, that, like, yeah. netting. Yeah. And, so Sam net- and I were both wearing, like, overlays. Right. It was They were both wearing theme. overlays. I wore a dress that was, like, 12 years old. Um, but I – and I look better than both of them, but actually, no. But here's what happened with Sam's, too. Sam was like, what about – how do you seem – how do you seem lace? How could it just stick together because it's just holes? And how can you sew holes together? She may have been on the downswing <laughs> Maybe. at this point. Yeah. Okay. And um, I said, it's going to happen. I'm going to give you a nice – we're going to just surge it. Just surge it? That's all. I said, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to reinforce these seams, but we need to reinforce them with something that's not going to show because, of course, this is, again, a see-through mm-hmm. fabric because it's lace. And Mallory was putting together the dress that she just spoke of. And I was like, hey, Mal, what are you going to do with this big salvage here? And mm-hmm. Mallory's like, oh, you can have that. So I actually cut half-inch strips, okay, of Mallory's salvage that had no embroidery on it. So it was just... The mesh. The mesh. And what I did is, when I, I surged all the seams, and what I did is I made sure that that extra layer, so I was surging three layers at all times, and it was on the inside. It was not, like, between the seams. It was on one side of the seam. And I made sure that was in there. And it worked perfectly. And actually, I think I spoke, I don't know if we spoke about this, or I, 
I think it was Kim Kim that said, "Well, couldn't you just use seems great?" Yeah, and I said, "Terry, Terry, Terry, said that. Oh, Terry okay, said that. okay, Terry said it." And I said, "Well, of course." And how do you think seems great came up with this idea? Because we didn't. What seems great is is it's a product and it's a nylon mesh and it's cut on the bias. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they used to make black. I don't know if they make black anymore. I haven't seen it, but it's. It's supposed to be clear, but it looks white. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think they had used to have like a smoky color, and I don't know if they have that anymore, if that's available. But um, it's it's cut on the bias, so it can go on as any seam like that. And you can you can fold it over or, you know, incorporate it in all it's this. It's like a stabilizer. It's supposed to right? keep it from fraying or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I just want everybody to know that we were doing things – you know, like seems great before seems great was invented. Well, I think this is a really good thing for news stitchers to know yeah. that the packaged, like stabilizers Product, yeah. and interfacings and stuff, it's not like they don't have a place in your life. You know, go get some because we would have. We needed, have seems great here. Yeah, we would have had some. that. We would have. Ha- we would have used it, but don't. Don't but I forget. like the black. Yeah, and don't yeah. forget that like what you're working with is fabric, and you used to just have to use fabric for everything. And so don't throw away mesh selvages. Yeah, don't throw away. I mean, we you know, have boxes like that. that say things like, um, "What what what does that one knit box say? That what does it say? I can't remember. It's like viable, 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 viable knits. Yeah, viable <laughs> scraps. So they were like. Pieces of scraps just big enough that maybe um, they're used as an accent piece or something like that. And then we also have a knit scrap, you know, box, too, because I like to tie my fab- my sushi rolls. I sushi roll my fabrics and then I tie them up with knit um, scraps because the knit doesn't tend to leave a mark. Right. 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 So um, a lot of times the products that are out there that are packaged – have occurred before they were a manufactured, yes. packaged thing. Mm-hmm. Now, some of them maybe not. Or right. They're newer, especially it's a lot of things with that now have glues and heat bonding yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. like that. That's, That's kind of new. Yeah. But you know, in there was in the day we we used to figure it out on our own, and, yeah, and, and we did it some way somehow. So don't limit. You know, either way, don't limit yourself. Don't think, oh, I. I have to go buy seems great if I don't have the mesh, you know, right. like or if I do it something like this. Or, or oh, you know. I don't. I'm 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 afraid to put this on it. It's not the right color yeah. or whatever. You know, you might have another option. And the best story is Sam wore it. She looked amazing in it. So beautiful. And she the skirt was so flirty with those uh, the drape of the yeah, lace and everything. It just it draped really so wonderful. nice in those gores. And um, it stayed together yeah. with a three-thread narrow. What? Did with it a not, what? With it, a what? Did that dress explode when Sam oh, wore it? Yeah, the whole rear end it fell just off fell and fell yeah. on the ground, and she walked away from it. No. <laughs> it was a three-thread narrow, and she rode on a big old bus all the way to the opera. Yep. And drank um, liquor. What did she drink? In the, I don't I was having Oh, she, she and I both had cranberry and vodka. Oh, okay. We drank. Shout out to Russell for buying us the drinks. Yes, in our adult sippy cups. Yes, I have, where's my adult sippy cup? It was just right it's, over I there. brought it up here. You, you okay, I even yeah. washed it for you. Oh, thank you. But um, so three thread narrow. My homemade seems great. There you go. Right, and my 
drafting with the rotary cutter. (laughs) What's your favorite drafting tool? The rotary cutter. That's a good one. That's funny. Okay. uh, So feel free to compliment compliment me even when Mallory overextends her aged mother. I mean, it wouldn't be as epic of a story. That's true. We've got some stories. Okay. That's right. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. You can find us on Instagram. Actually, I'm thinking about changing our Instagram handle to oh SoHere.com. Well, that makes sense. Does that make sense? I'm, I need to talk to mom about it, though. So when you're listening to this, <laughs> we were originally on there as ZD Sewing Studio, but we might be changing it. I think SoHere.com's might be a better. And I don't know, but that looks funny in writing, too. No, no, no. It's, no. But it's we can do the dot. So we can uh-huh. like really get SoHere.com. Um. ZD and I are really good at coming up with names for things, and we and we come up with too many, too many names. Uh, so we need to, if we were to hire a brand consultant, I'm sure they'd tell us to. You have too many names. Stop brand. Stop. Stop, stop changing. Thinking you're branding things when you're when you're changing rebranding. The names. I yes. should change the self sewn wardrobe to like so here. Da, 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 da. Anyway, all right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. And uh, find us on Instagram in one of those two places. And you can sign up for the love note. It's sohere.com slash love note. Yeah. And one of our other brandings. So. (laughs) What? So so long and so happy. Let's just change that to so here. How about. about So so here. So hear me. (laughs) So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.